We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Whether it's a ballpark, concert venue, or really anything else that people frequent, humans become very attached to the names of things. It's kind of like saying, well, we just named your brother, and you're going to have to get along with that. It's not so easy for our brain to catch up to that change. What really is in a name? Why do we form such deep connections with them? And what happens when names are forced to change? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. There was this guy once, I think his name was Bill. He asked the question, what's in a name? In the play Romeo and Juliet, Shakespeare makes the point that it doesn't matter what you call the rose, it smells amazing regardless. You see, it turns out though the bard was wrong. Names are wildly important. Think about all the places you have been over the years. The State Theater in Detroit, Pine Knob, Farmer Jack, Greektown Casino. Those are some of the more well-known changes over the years. I mean, shoot, even Hudson's became Macy's. Though I will say Pine Knob is an exception because it is again Pine Knob. The State Theater is the Fillmore, Farmer Jack is Kroger, and Greektown is now Hollywood Casino at Greektown. A company's name alone can not only be wildly powerful, but extremely valuable. Value in a name is really the equity of that brand. If you take, for example, Coca-Cola, there's been many taste tests done against various other colas. And many times it doesn't win the taste test when there's no label on it. You put the label on the brand and even reveal to the blind tester that it was Coke that they did not vote for. They'll tell you my taste buds were wrong. I, I prefer Coke. The value of the Coke brand is so significant that if the company, they say the asset of the brand, Coke, were to be bankrupted, the name itself is worth more than all the other facilities, capabilities, trucks that they have in the organization combined. You could take the name alone and refinance it with a bank. That's how valuable the equity in a name is. That right there, that is the voice of Daniel Cobb. He's the CEO of Daniel Bryan Advertising in Rochester. And the value goes beyond money. Here's Nick Meyer, the director of strategy at Campbell Ewald, the Detroit-based advertising company. Our name is the first impression that somebody has with a brand, with a location, how that place is going to be known to those people. And it's really hard to have that opportunity at a second impression, particularly when you're ingrained in culture in a location like Detroit, where you know we all have pretty strong bonds to the things around us. It's that first impression that you have. I think that's something that's really hard to change. What Nick is talking about, those are feelings. The way you feel when you walk into an establishment, or more importantly, the way you feel when you walk out of an establishment. I didn't see my first concert at DTE. I saw Hall & Oates with my mom at Pine Knob, and nothing can be done to change that. Daniel says there is something very powerful there. Nostalgia, one of the most powerful behavior mechanisms in our brain. 
when we associate with a song, it brings us back in time. You ever hear a song and you go back in time and you, were, you remember where you were as a kid? Same thing with Pine Knob. The name is associated with the, maybe a band or a great time or maybe you met a girl at a big event like that at Pine Knob. And, and it'll always be Pine Knob in our nostalgia. And now someone wants to rename that experience. It's kind of like saying, well, we just renamed your brother and uh, you're going to have to go get along with that. It's not so easy for our brain to catch up to that change. Oftentimes, especially older buildings or venues are named after people that made significant impacts on the local area. For example, Detroit Mayor Albert Cobo's name adorned the convention center downtown. And there's a reason for that, says Detroit historian Ken Coleman. Cobo single-handedly, as mayor, reimagined what we call the Civic Center, the sort of business section of downtown Detroit. It looked very different in the 1940s. The Penobscot building was there. There were other buildings, obviously, there. But beginning in the early 50s, Albert Cobo and city council, oftentimes called Common Council then, decided to redevelop downtown. The city built what's known now as the Coleman A. Young Municipal Building. The city also built the convention center. And because Cobo was mayor, really got the ball rolling for that effort. It was named Cobo Convention Center when it opened in 1961, several years after Cobo had passed away. But Cobo's legacy goes beyond the changes he made to the city. Or maybe it doesn't, because some of those changes, including leveling the predominantly African-American Black Bottom neighborhood. I think on one hand, it, it, it was certainly appropriate to name the convention center after him. But at the same time, he was a bigot at best and perhaps a racist at worst. That's how many African-Americans felt about Kobo's leadership during his mayoralty, the raising of Black Bottom and that conversion to what's known today as Lafayette Park hurt a lot of Black people. It displaced a lot of poor African-Americans, and that is also part uh, of Kobo's legacy. In February of 2019, it was announced that Kobo Hall would become the TCF Center. Less than two years later, following a merger, the TCF Center landed on its current name, Huntington Place. How did Kobo's name stay up for almost 60 years? Certainly, public opinions and social norms have to evolve, but Ken says it comes down to education. History is complicated, How right? How do you balance um, it? Well, I, I think what you have to do, first of all, is tell the truth about it, right? And I think what happens sometimes is that we don't do the best job collectively of documenting history and sharing it. I mean, a whole generation of people now know Mayor Cobo's name. And I remember when the city was going through the process of taking Cobo off the convention center, I talked to many people my age who thought C-O-B-O is some type of acronym and not <laughs> the, the name of a past mayor. What that says to me is we haven't done the best job in our institutions of learning, whether it's K through 12 education or college, documenting and sharing our own local history. Kobo lived in the 50s and 60s. That's within a lot of living people's lifetimes. Not all name changes are the same. It's worth pointing out. I cannot remember one time ever saying, I'm not going to go to a concert at DTE until they change the name back to Pine Knob. Nick says with big venues like casinos or stadiums, the name change is not really a huge factor. People will continue to go to those places regardless of what it's called. 
But what about the smaller venues? Here's Nick from Campbell Ewald again. I think it comes down to your experience. So is your experience changing there? If the name of something changes, like I, I kind of thought about it like a restaurant. Like if I see the name on a restaurant has changed, I completely expect that restaurant to be different. I expect a different menu. I probably expect different chairs and tables and art, the way it's designed. But at those like large institutions, when the names change, I'm not quite certain that anybody really has an expectation that the offerings are changing. And so I think you can still have that business and make the money that you're getting from corporate sponsorship name change without really affecting your day-to-day bottom line. What about preventing names from being controversial in the first place? Daniel from Daniel Bryan says not all name changes are a good idea. Here he is one more time. I get calls often where a brand will say, we'd like to rename a theme park. A lot of cryptocurrencies want to start branding theme parks. As a matter of fact, I had a cryptocurrency brand from China that wanted to rename an American theme park. That's a real call I got not long ago. Just imagine what could go wrong there. If you have a Chinese-based cryptocurrency and they rename a theme park in America, what happens if that cryptocurrency becomes a fraud and uh, that becomes associated with the team itself? Those are real risks. So you have to be aware of who should, who should name the park and who should. We've done uh, studies where you try to understand how important is it or how damaging a name could be. And often the study will come back as 99% say, sounds great, we don't care. And 1% says, you know, I'd never go back to that park again. Sometimes names only change slightly. Usually it's a sponsorship or corporate name being added to an existing name. Nick says if that's done properly, it might be the most effective. When names are not completely changed but modified, I wonder how you can leverage an old name to help boost something new. I think in that is probably one of the best strategies you can have with a name change. Your old name, particularly if it's one that's part of everybody's vocabulary about that place, when you can keep that original one, you're still holding on to all of the equity that that name has. But I think what's really going to be important is with whatever new name you're introducing, it has to add some value to it, or, or it has to at least be able to complement the original name. I want things to feel pretty authentic to its face, and then a lot of the corporate sponsorships feel very like forced, yes. um, I mean, and in the way they are, right? But holding on to the equity of the original name, I think, is one of the most important things you could do to ensure that a new name is somewhat accepted, people still know what you're talking about, Names are powerful, not because of letters and words. They're linked to memories. Shakespeare might have been right about the names of roses being of no consequence, but that's because a rose is basically inanimate. At least it doesn't have any feelings, not that I'm aware of. Memories are alive, and sometimes they're so alive they're tangible. You can touch them. Do I still go to the State Theater on Woodward? 15-year-old me does going to see 311, though I guess that's just in my mind. Thank you much to Detroit historian Ken Coleman, Nick Meyer from Campbell Ewald, and Daniel Cobb from Daniel Bryan Advertising. All three were super helpful in making this episode. Also, thanks to my six-year-old Beckett. Today was Take Your Child to Work Day, and he picked out the transitional music on this episode. You can find the latest on the ever-changing landscape of Metro Detroit at www.jnewsradio.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I am Becca Clark, and this is The Daily Day. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.